0: What is going on, everybody and every soul that is listening to this podcast? My name is Drew Macias. People call me ice. People call me ice cold. People call me daddy. No, people don't call me. Some friends call me daddy, though. Some of my guy friends, they call me papi. Just because I'm like, just call me papi, dude. Even though I'm not a dad. Just call me papi. everyone doing today i hope all of you guys are doing well i hope the sun is shining down on you um it's very hot out here in california um the weather today here where i'm at um 95 degrees right now um so it's nice it's nice and um, temperate right we're all lizards of the earth um as one great philosopher said that's not true but imagine if he said that We're all great lizards of the world, right? Just the early inhabitants of any desert habitat. They're just like, we're lizards. Are we not glorified lizards? That'd be cool. I think I'd be really good at, like, becoming one of, like, the founding fathers of philosophy. I'd be, like, just worshiping, like, the sun, dude. I'd be, like, one of the, like, the sun god has spoken. Imagine, like, you're just one of the early inhabitants of Earth. um, And you're just cruising around, right? And you're like... Oh, but die like water sunlight imagine the um, the crazy winters right when you're just in snowstorms and the sun comes you're like thank you sun gods so I think that I'm not sure the early foundries of religion but um, if I was like the first like batch of humans that came out I'd be worshiping the sun dude The sun dude forget about it dude I'd worship the sun uh, water right but the here's the thing. Um, I think about this quite a bit in the early stages of humanity, right? Mankind, whatever we evolved from, there was a lot of trial and error, right? People were just, people just be dying. I'm surprised we even survived. I'm surprised we even survived as I'm pulling out of water. Um, I'm surprised we even survived like all the trial and error, right? Imagine if there's like, you know, according to, you know, the Bible, I guess there's Adam and Eve, right? The first two humans. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this up. You guys listen to, guys listen to the way I, I drink. That's how I drink my sparkling water and my coffee and everything else that I consume. But think about it. There was an early batch of humans, right? If we all just got dropped here, right, on the new world and says, hey, go build. Out of those, like, whatever, 50 humans, if that, early stages, you're, you're drinking the water. You're drinking lake water. You're getting bacteria. You're dying immediately. Like, no water was safe to drink, and I'm curious to know how long, how many years it took for them to realize that. That you can't drink ocean water, you can't drink, like, most lake waters, there's no filtration. You're, like, drinking rainwater, you know? um, <laughs> That's wild to think about, right? All the trial and error, right? Like, now we can just go on Google and find a fix for basically anything. I got a stomachache, we'll do this. There's so many remedies, there's so many like like um, herbs, there's so many like just remedies, drugs, there's so many things to do to like offset any type of discomfort we're feeling. But I always think about the early stages, like how do you know to cook meat, right? You just see an animal and you kill it. I'm sure the meat initially is pretty fresh, right? You're, you're getting it from the source are just ripping off lion meat. But, like, imagine, like, this new, uh, you start eating, you're like, okay, I'm not dying, I'm getting energy, eating this animal, and then the next batch of people run, like, oh, this food's good, and it starts getting a little contaminated, then you start eating, like, just raw, contaminated meat. How many of those people died? Uh, Listen, that's crazy, man. I haven't even opened a thought in this podcast, and now I'm thinking about the foundation of humanity. Because guess what, guys? I don't want you to listen to this podcast saying, oh, no, Drew's going to talk about sixth grade again. Oh, here we go again. Drew's going to talk about his mom who says, okay. She never once said that. But, hey, it's funny for the pod. Um, And I actually get a little scared when I call my mom now on the phone. I want to say, hey, mom, I love you. Okay. She's like, I don't know the reference because my mom does not listen to this podcast. I think I mentioned um, early on in my podcast career, which has already been kind of a long time. Um, Early stages, I told my mom I was doing a podcast and she's like, honey, what? Why? Why are you doing a podcast? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) It's like my lifelong endeavor to create a podcast. I woke up one Saturday and I was like, I got something to say to the world. Granted, hey, I don't care if it's important or not. If it makes you happy and you look forward to my stories every Sunday... I think it's a little useful, right? There's some podcasts that I listen to. I don't want to name drop anybody. I don't want to give them any flowers when they they haven't given me any flowers. Because guess what? I'm a mutual boy. You give me something, I give something. I'm not going to get walked all over. But anyways, I listen to some of these podcasts. I'm like, I look forward to them every week. Because they're going to be bangers, man. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to drive into in my car. Somebody's going to already have been cursed me out, right? Like there's going to be a guy trying to street race me so many things going on on the road homeless people trying to like attack me with their canes something's gonna happen but if i'm listening to that podcast i'll just like kind of brush by and be like hey man i don't want to race you at this red light okay you drive a dodge charger i'll burn you there's a lot he, where i live now is a lot of street people trying try to street race me in hondas bro i'm like that's disrespectful dog that's disrespectful um i don't like that um a lot of people with Dodge Chargers, bro, I'm like that's not even a Hellcat, man. That's not even a Hellcat. That's like the SRT standard, baby. You got cloth seats, my boy. Um, but um, yeah, we're starting this podcast a little. Are we are going a little edgy now. Um, I've getting people come to me and say, "Why is your podcast so light?" I'm like, "Listen, I keep it light and tight, baby. I don't want you. I'm not, listen. My my mom one day could listen to this. One day she could." And if I if she does ever listen, she's like, "Honey, I didn't know those things." I'm like, "Yeah, I told you all the things on the podcast numerous times, and you never listened once." My mom still to this day rejects stories, and I'm like, "I was in the prime of my memory, youth. Like my brain was at its peak, right? I would I remember it vividly, and you're mid 60s, and you can't remember it. who's who's side are you gonna take, right?" My mom, uh, when we were my brother and I were younger, my mom, um, I used to ask my mom, right? My brother and I asked my mom. We both asked her, and she gave us the same answer, and she still denies it. But on the banana, when you peel, pull the peel down, um, there's like those little things attached to the banana. So a little like the little stringy parts of the skin or banana, whatever. They are. You don't eat them, right? You peel everything off, you eat the banana. Um, my mom always told my brother and I that that was string cheese. <laughs> i said mom what says she said string cheese so i remember as a kid i'd peel it off and eat it and i just sold it i just believed her and said mm, and i started eating them as i got older i'm like this it's not and my mom used to tell us it's string cheese She's like no i didn't honey no i had to get your facts straight before you call me out honey i would like me and my brother were the only witnesses there we both have the same story and my brother's like yeah mom you called it you called it string cheese She's like, it may have just been one of those nights where I told you something. I'm like, no, you said it consistently. And you never, like, as we got older, you never told us otherwise. So here I am in high school. The kids are like, Can I send your string cheese? I'm like, Yeah, hold on. Peel my banana, peel it off the banana, and just dangle it in front of their head. They're like, eh, thanks. Like, this isn't string cheese. I'm like, Yeah, it is. It grows on it grows on a plantation. Um <laughs> our bananas. It's it's a batch of them. That's how they're it's true. I thought string cheese you buy in the store. No, 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 no. Um, I thought it came from Macau. No, it comes from from the banana uh, plant. It's a it's a fruit. It's a banana fruit. Have you ever heard of it? It's yellow. It's yellow. And listen, while I'm on the subject of banana, listen. I know I'm going all over the place, but why are banana flavored candies so bad? Like the the banana runs. I'm I'm offended. My voice elevated. Banana runts are garbage. They are bad representation of what. Bananas are bananas are my favorite fruit. So why can't you make a good banana candy? There's no good banana candies, and that's offensive to me. So I just eat bananas. And I'm like, I guess this is gonna be my candy. But like, think about it. Strawberry, grape, Cherry, blue blueberry. They get banger flavors. Like the blueberry always gonna stay in your tongue. Your tongue will be blue. Like imagine that blueberry starburst, bro. Forget about it, dude. Um, I hate watermelon flavored candies. No, thank you. Doesn't give do it justice. Um, I think orange is underrated. I think it's really, really good. But give me banana. I want banana starburst. They always give lemon. Lemon's always a flavor of choice, and it's always the worst, right? Growing up, be like, hey, can I have a Starburst? Kid would give you the lemon. You're like, gosh, or the strawberry. Strawberry sucked in Starburst. That's a, maybe that's a hot take. Starburst strawberry? No, I wanted the dark red ones, the cherry ones. The light ones, you're like, is this strawberry? It's like it just tasted like a like milk, like strawberry milk. That's what it tasted like in candy form, which I wouldn't recommend. Anything dairy in like, like imagine dairy Skittles. No thanks. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, low fat Skittles, milk Skittles. No thank you. Hmm. But listen, guys, um, I know this is like my, that's my go-to science. Listen, guys, let me tell you something about life. Let me tell you something. What do you guys want to know? Ask, listen, you're listening to your podcast, right? Or you're watching me on YouTube. The three people watching me on YouTube, you're watching me. Shoot your question. I'm, I'm listening to it. Okay, got it. Thank you. There was no question, just harsh criticism. That's all I hear in my head is, Drew, you suck. Um, But anyways, guys, I woke up and I was in a pretty good mood today. My um, my sleep tracking app on my watch told me that I got plenty of sleep, plenty of deep sleep, and I should be energized and recharged for the day. And I said, thank you, Garmin, for letting me know that. Um, but you know, I was like, man, that's good, moon, rise, and shine, right? Like I wake up and this like the the little part of the sun, like a beam hits me, or I'm like, oh hello. I remember when I was younger, my mom dated that guy. I told you he was kind of a jerk, and he had the house up in the mountains with the bats and the looking big ass bugs in the pool. try was trying to bite you and sting you, and the bees—it was a hellstorm, right? Um, he was so old, and my, he never told us his age, right? But anyways, what I'm thinking about it, is we would always we have a little basketball hoop outside, right? And whenever we'd go outside to play basketball, I'd be warming up, you know, getting my layups in, you know, getting my work in, uh, my shots up, you know, like Steph Curry. Um, But he'd come out and he was so old. He'd be like, the sun feels good on my bones. And he would always say it like that because he was actually a professor of philosophy. So he always had these weird accents when he was like trying to say something. He'd always be like, "Um, I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I'm thinking to myself, shut up, dude. (laughs) It's like the same guy. He put ketchup on his mac and cheese. I'm like, bro, like I'm only nine. I'm I'm only nine and I know better than that, dude. It's like, give me that ketchup, bro. Don't we'll ever do that again. Put more cheese on it. Um, He used to always say the like crazy shit. But anyways, he used to always say that. He'd say, you'd like dribble the ball like this. Dunk, dunk. I'm like, bro, weren't you an athlete? How old are you, dude? He'd get in like a wind up position to shoot and go. And when I beat him, he got so butthurt, dude. Oh my gosh. It was so child. Looking back on it, I'm like, why did he act so childish? I'm like, oh, because he was kind of immature jerk. How about that? How about that? No, he was, cool. he was fine, you know, um, like I said, um, but I just remember that. But I woke up today, and I felt like a little bit on, like, my jaw. I was like, oh, hello. Hello, sunlight. A yawn. You get that good yawn, like your back cracks, your shoulders pop. You're like, ooh, hello. You know, my dog comes up to me. There's, like, barf on the ground. He, like, barfed in the middle of the night. I'm like, hey, little guy. As, my, as I follow through on the pet of his head, it goes in the throat. I'm like, oh, hello. So, like, I had a good first five minutes of the day because I see the throw up, right? Which is fine, right? We have an older dog. He's he's just yakking all over the place now. It's just uncontrollably. Listen, if you guys don't own a dog, once they hit a certain age, they're yakking all the time, dude. Like, you're feeding them healthy shiz, isn't it, right? And they're just yakking. So, I felt that and I pulled out my phone. I'm like, what's going on with socials? Turns out I liked to post on NFL Instagram. I liked it. And then um, somebody DM'd me, some dude, and he put, um, your podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just responded. I said, hey, thanks for listening, man. <laughs> I hope you, you know, in my head, that's all I put. But I, in my head, I'm like, I hope you uh, I hope you listen to all of them. You know what I mean, I mean? You listen to all nine. Thanks for the listen, dude. I appreciate it. I mean, if you got past one and you really, you started like really hating it, I'd get it, dude. Let me know. But, like, his profile, he was, like, 12. He really was. He was 12, and he had, like, um, one of those haircuts where you comb everything forward, and it just puffs up here. And they were, like, the parachute pants, and it looks like his, you know, parents are going through a divorce. Um, but it's funny, right? Social Freaking social media is so toxic. Like, hardly ever do you see a post where it's like, hey, yeah, I love this post. You know, like, yeah, it's always going to be haters with whatever. You know, you could be, you could cure any you can you can cure freaking uh, cancer. You can be cancer, you're gonna be like, no, this guy's fit isn't right. Like, right? You're like in the lab all day, you're sweating, you've gone you spent 90 years of your life doing this, you're 107. They're like, bro, this guy's old AF, dude. Get him off. There's no winning on the internet. But um, I hope that kid liked my pod, man. I mean, I maybe said some things that hit home to him. Maybe he's like, man, When I was in sixth grade, I made wine too, bro. But I hate you, dog. I hate you. People so – man, people love to hate. I remember um, I play play video games, right? I'm one of the few like 30-year-olds who play video games. And I only play with like one dude, one of my my buddies. Um, But um, I I just turned off all like social interaction ability with me on social media because you'll be playing like Call of Duty – And you'll be like, I have like, seriously, haven't played Call of Duty in like six months, but I'll like play it, right? I'll like, if I were to go right now, whip it out, play. And I turned on all social, there'll be just little kids, right? Six-year-olds screaming profanity. They're calling you things that like my biggest enemies would never call me. Things that like, I'm like, dude, how do you know that word? I'm like, how do you know the context of that word? And they like it's literally like I'm about to call like the suicide hotline when I'm done playing with that game. <laughs> it's wild, man. That's why I turn it off. I turn off all communication because I play NHL quite a bit. And like when I win, I just I don't ever I t- want to talk to anybody. Like I beat you, end the game. But they'll be like pausing the game and you know they're trying to like message me, but I'm like blocked everybody. So they're like, Ooh. and then they'll like they'll pause the game for like a minute. When they're losing, like five to zero, you're like, oh, and then they'll like start it again, and then they'll start trying to draw penalties. To like keep, I'm like, just just quit, dude. You lost. But social media man, so toxic. So anyways, yeah. Like I started my day off really good. Um, with The sun kind of tickling like the the lower part of like the top part of my chest. Like hello, and then um, the 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 vomit aspect, and then the your podcast sucks podcast from a random stranger, and I'm like whoa whoa but it's good again guess what i had some coffee i went for a little run and now i feel fantastic because guess what i gotta talk to the ice gang and you guys are always wondering what am i gonna put out next how many stories does this man have be honest but listen i promised you guys one thing last week i said listen next episode motivation for dummies (laughs) so guess what we're gonna get a little motivated all right how motivated are you guys huh you're like oh yeah, I'm fairly motivated I got a job I got a family I've got a mortgage I'm fairly motivated but how motivated are you at your job right It's curious to know so listen I wake up right let me, let me let's let's break this down into some compartments right and listen I'm not motivated all the time but listen last week made me realize that you guys do need a little bit of motivation. Also, you need more motivation to tell your friends about this podcast because guess what? It'll make their lives a little bit better. I hope. Probably not, but I hope. I'm whispering now just to get the point across a little more and try to feel a little bit more sincere about what I'm saying, okay? But listen, motivation for people who are not motivated, okay? Okay, what's up? What's up? Fitness, right? Fitness. Fitness is easy, bro. You burn calories in your sleep you just sleeping. If you sleep eight hours deep sleep, you're going to burn around 900 to 1,000 calories. Boom. There you go. Head start to the day, right? It's all about caloric deficit, right? If you're trying to cut weight, caloric deficit. Burn 2,000 calories, eat 500. Boom, negative 1,500. 1,500 times a week, boom. Now you're crushing it. Now you're now you're starting to think like that, right? But... um. You know, I'm not going to make this long, guys. Okay, if you have a job, always work harder than what you think you should be doing. Now, unless you hate the company, it's not something you want to do. Don't listen, Don't heed my advice. You know what I mean? Don't listen to me. Turn the pot off. You know what I mean? If you're working at Taco Bell and you hate that place, or you're working at you know anywhere, you hate it. What I used to work at Taco Bell, and I, I after a year, I got so burnt out. I feel like I worked harder at Taco Bell in the drive-through than I did at any point in my life. Um, it's like three hours of hell. You go in, there's one guy's like, "Ooh, it's like waiting for the hell to handle." Hello, hello, This is Taco Bell. I used to always say stupid shit like, "Drews is Taco Bell," uh, or "Thank you for coming to Taco Bell." Home of the bean and cheese burrito. How can I help you? They'll be like, "Home of the bean and cheese burrito. Can I actually can I get one of those?" It's like the oldest item on the menu. I'd say that. I'm like, welcome to Taco Bell. How the hell are you? They're like, whoa, who's this? I'm like, Chip Cromwell. How the hell are you? <laughs> we got that cheesy gordita crunch. I can make it your way. Isn't that like my coworker taps me like it's it's not Burger King, bro? Can't make it your way. Comes with one way. If they maybe take off lettuce, that's the only way they can make it. I'm like, damn, dude. Um, I don't. I definitely have not told this in the pod, but when I worked at Taco Bell. Like depending on the length of your shift, right? This is when I was in high school, guys. So don't think that I'm, you know. But when I worked to Taco Bell, I did fast. I did, I did the drive-through. That was very difficult. Uh, but it's like an eight-hour shift. They would give you, on your break, you get like a small item. And then you get a normal like entree for your lunch, your 30-minute lunch or hour, whatever it was. But I would always make the craziest burritos, right? So we had two different sizes of burritos. I got our tortillas. I got the large tortillas, right? I would load it up with like the beans, right? Like the, the beans they make at Taco Bell. um, They're all, it comes in like a big, like um, a big bag. It looks like a bag of cement. And they're just all, it's powder and dehydrated beans. And you pour it into a big like pot and you pour hot water, boiling water, and you stir it and eventually turns into the free, uh, the refried beans they have there. (laughs) So anyways, I used to get the refried beans, which were fresh, obviously, judging by the last story I just told you, but anyways, you put the beans on there. You spread it all the way across, right? And then you get—they have like the Spanish rice, which is basically the same thing. Hot water, boom, boom. But that's basically rice, anyways. So you dump that in. You make the rice layer, right? You have two layers on this burrito. And then you get the steak. You get the chicken. You get the ground beef. You put the beef. You put the chicken. put layers of that on. Then you load it up with cheese, tomatoes, and then you try to fold that. And once you fold it into a burrito, you grill it. So we have like this grill to make like the grilled stuffed burrito. So you like you put the burrito and you like press down. And it like puts like the iron marks on the side, but I used to do it this way, and then I'd open it and I'd flip it so it's just a square, iron grilled burrito. Everything in the side was all melting, gooey. Oh my gosh, that was a that was worth it alone to work there because you can't order that. It'd be like thirty seven dollars if you ordered it. You're like, hey, can I get a bean and cheese? You can I get a bean and cheese burrito on a bigger tortilla? That's an additional like dollar. And then you're like, add, add beef. Add triple beef, triple steak, triple chicken. I don't think they had avocado. The Taco Bell only got like guacamole like recently. Like they haven't had it for a long time. I don't think, I don't know if they even have it still. I don't know. I put like nacho cheese on there. I put so much stuff on there, and I'd eat it like like the first thirty minutes coming back. I'm like welcome to Taco Bell. Ugh. Like are you all right? It's like yeah. Hold on one sec, big guy. <laughs> Um, the freak was I even talking about? Yeah, motivation for dummies, right? If you don't like your job, don't do it. Do something you want to do, right? Um, I l- really, really enjoy my profession, um, you know, and I really, really enjoy doing podcasts. This isn't even a this isn't my profession, but I enjoy doing podcasts because guess what? It brings a smile to my face when it does yours. I don't know how to speak. I lost my I lost my form of thought, my train of thought. But anyways, um. Yeah, and if you like your job, right, work harder at it, man. And I'm not saying all the time, put that little extra effort in. You know, there'll be days at my job, I go crazy. (laughs) Like, um, I'll have a plan in my head. Okay, I'm going to go visit these, like, four places. And then I just, at the end of the day, I'm looking like, damn, I went to 12 places. (laughs) Because it's fun, you know, like fun. You have conversations, you're trying to bring people to products, to services, it's all gelling and it's just fun you know what i mean um so work a little harder at it right um and then you can make little quick changes to improve your life right i mentioned last week i've been taking ice showers every day and i'm still on that kick i've been doing that for almost two weeks every day my shower i take i just cold no hot water cold and you get used to it actually i look forward to it now because what it does is if you have any stress if you have any lingering like um you know your your blood pressure you're worked up you take a cold shower and you like almost releases everything from it. you're just like oh man this feels so good and it like it's a shock value at first right for the first three seconds like ooh and then you get used to it and your body you start losing all oh, the water you know through your hair it just feels great so um that that goes a long way in like um helping with like your stress and your blood pressure and all that stuff um also what I started doing so I bought them on Amazon um I bought organic hibiscus tea packets, and so we have a big, um, what should we call it? Like a, a, like a juice container, right? Like you put Kool-Aid in. But what I did, I load that up with water, and I dropped like ten hibiscus tea packets in there, stirred it around, and hibiscus tea unsweetened, right? So it's keto. it's not going to break any fast. Um, it's fantastic. It's really awesome. So um, that's supposed to have a lot of great benefits for your heart, um, blood pressure, stress. Um, just a pure form of antioxidants, which is um, – people say it's it's overrated, but I think it goes overlooked, right? Everything needs it. Um, just make sure you're getting the source it's not overloaded with sugar, right? Because a lot of people are like, antioxidants. It's like, yeah, but you're drinking a Vizzy, you know? Like f- understand where your source is coming from and realize that anything that you buy from the store is going to be a lot better than something you get inside um, a restaurant, right? Like even if you go get a salad at wherever, Tender Greens, it's still going to be better at home because – can see what you're putting in it you know what dressing you put. you have everything laid out. um there's not any additives or anything it's even to the tomatoes right the tomatoes they put in there like how are they what are they what nitrates are they jamming in there right so quick little fixes um for that i'm trying to do um to get back on track because i used to be chiseled man you know i'm um, this is like i'm i'm saying used to be like it was like way back way back when i was like 20 i was like yeah man i used to go to the gym every day and just metabolism, anything you ate, just completely, like, shit off you immediately. But. Sorry, there's, like, a lawnmower more in the background. What the hell? Um, but yeah, guys. Um, I think another key thing, right? So. One thing I encounter a lot is people telling me stuff. And this is with. Every part. This is family, friends, work. This is everything. All the people I associate with, a good amount of them, well, they'll just go into long stories. They'll they'll tell they're they're telling tall tales about something, right? And I have a really um, this is just a PSA. I have a great I have an expert level level ability to read people. I I. It's tried and tested. Um, I feel like I'm really good at poker. I can read what people have. I can see if they're bluffing. Not only in poker, but in like life, if they're telling me something, if they're threatening me. I have a. Gr- I have. I don't know how I got it over the years, but I can read people like a book. And that you know, it's a blessing and a curse, like anything, right? Um, the problem is, I get people trying to spoon feed me BS all the time, and I can read right through it. You know, and it's awkward for me because I know, and I want to just look at them and say, "Hey, you know, you don't, you don't need to lie, you don't need to say all that stuff." I, a, I don't care, and b, I know you're lying, and I know you're like making all this stuff about a nothing to try to make yourself bigger in my eyes. I still love you. You're still, you know, person in my life. This and that, but please, if listen, if you're gonna bullshit anybody, make sure you're an expert at it, okay? And there's no, I'm not. Nobody's an expert. Right. So keep it to a light and, you know, stop being crazy with your stories. And if you're that person and you feel like you always need to tell somebody about what's going on in your life, if they didn't ask or if you got to always you got to always self-promote, maybe look in the mirror and say, hmm, hmm, what's going on in my head? Because I promise you, it's probably something really, really weird. But yeah, man, um, that's my daily or that's my weekly rant for you guys. I had to do it. Um, not like I care. Not like it's a big part of my life, but um, people just try to feed fluff to anybody, right? And I'm not. I've never been the type of person to just take something in and not really ant- like question it. Um, you know, I'm. I'm a. Uh, I'll confront somebody. I'm very confrontational when it comes to like standing up for like something. Um, just because I'm kind of a pioneer of my time. Um, that's why you guys keep listening. Thank you. Um, but yeah, some people will just listen. They'll just take listening. The guy be like, yeah, you know, that girl was uh that girl was horrible, man. She cheated on me and she didn't really love me. And uh, you know, and you're like, oh yeah. And he's like, just talk you're just getting just in an the earful. And you're like, maybe you should do this and this. They're like, nah, nah, nah. Um, uh, but yeah, anyways, I hated that girl. They're like, dude. I love people who ask for advice and don't listen to it. <laughs> like, wow, man, they they just want to tell you something. Like every time they mess up, they're like, oh man, and you're like, well, did you listen to the advice I told you about last time? They're like, dude, I hate that girl, man. You're like, whoa. You're like, I guess not. And so like, you're just, uh, you're just, you being there, no importance at all. Right. And I hate being that person. Listen, if you guys are heartbroken, just leave her. Okay. Now, if you guys are married, right. If I've married listeners and your wife or your husband left you, then you can call me. Okay. Direct message me and say, Drew, listen, I need a little help. I said, okay, I got you. Because listen, I'll put my psychology hat on though. I'll put it on. You know, it runs in my family. My mom is a doctor and she's a psychologist. Um, and right now she has her own private practice and she's crushing it. But uh, I get it, you know, I can help people. I can't help myself, but I can help people. Um, <laughs> I can sell, okay? I could sell myself happiness, right? I'm going to create a new show. It's going to be on Netflix, be called Selling Happiness. And I'm like, "Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Ice Cold Drew." This week's episode of Selling Happiness. Do you really love yourself? I don't. <laughs> it's like a full on, it's like a uh, Nathan for You, right? I'm like this like extric- eccentric character. And um, if you guys don't know Nathan for you, it's this guy named Nathan. He has like shows where he like tests out theories. It's crazy. You guys should watch it. I think it's on HBO and Amazon. He has a bunch of different uh, shows. But, anyways, um, I'd have my own. It's just called um, Selling Happiness, right? Happiness is fake. Drugs fix it. Imagine. <laughs> People think alcohol causes depression. In my book, Alcohol Causes Happiness. Selling Happiness This Week just chug a beer and kind I of think, Hey guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like there's part of it. I think a lot of people I've seen in my life and I don't know if you guys have, I've been exposed to a lot of cool, weird, crazy stuff. Right. the whole spectrum, right. Um, very, I've been exposed to toxic things early age in my life when my parents got divorced. Um, you know, there was a moment in my life where, um, I lived with my dad, and then I missed my mom all the time, right, in middle school. So I lived with my mom, and I went back. I was going back and forth between um, various cities in California. Um, and then there's a lot of turmoil, a lot of toxic um, things that enter you when you're a kid that you don't really realize until you're later in life, right? So um, for anybody going through any of that, like I said, DM me, and I can help you walk you through it if you want more clarity. But um, I've seen I've seen some stuff. And one thing, the, the biggest thing that I've learned over the last two years is we all, me personally, I've always, I've gone through some stuff in my life, right? Things that are traumatizing and, and pain that is, is nearly impossible to escape. But what I realized is never, never take too long to feel sorry for yourself, right? Like if something's fresh, take a little bit of time to reflect on it and get the pity and get the sorrow out. Not to say you're like this is non-emotional person going forward, but nobody's stop feeling sorry for yourself nobody's nobody's gonna feel sorry for you you got to pick up the pieces you got to realize okay this is what happened in my past but you you, if you have the clarity to kind of change it then you've you made it to the other side you know now if you're always living in this in the state of um of the past and all the things that hung you up and all the trials that that kept you pushed back and you can't get over it you're gonna just stay at this point in life so i stopped looking back on a the things i held myself way too i i I was way too hard on myself for so i stopped doing that and um then you start trying to make small tweaks on the things you want to be better in your life um but um i'm done feeling sorry for myself yeah i had a a tough uh, upbringing and a lot of people i know had a tough upbringing they don't bring it up to me all the time they don't say oh and they're not assholes they've they've recovered from it and most people in this world have gone through something so when you're like out in the world just realize that like we're all freaking humans and to keep that little aspect of your humanity and realize we're all going through the same stuff so maybe have a little bit more compassion a little bit more respect and a little bit more kindness because it goes such a long way anyways that's my rant um but yeah selling happiness guys it's gonna be on netflix um i'm pitching them right now um, I don't go through the picket line. They're like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm trying to make a show and I'll be the writer and I'm not part of your guild to so see you later. It's a reality show. Okay. I don't even know if that's true. I've seen a lot of reality shows. Can you do reality shows? They have writers on there too. Like, um, the ultimatum on Netflix. Are they, are they, are they writers for that? They're like, Hey, say this and break her heart there. I wonder probably not. Right. Maybe they have, maybe the, the director or whoever will say, Hey, go talk about this. I don't know, um, but I'm gonna have that. Um, it's so funny, like um, it's—I would say it's a little cringy, but um, I don't like that word. But it's a little funny for me as a as a person who's worked in sales, right? High level sales for um, a decent amount of time, right? For the last uh, 13 years, um, it's so crazy in the neighborhood I live in now. There's so many uh, salesmen. Who work for like the internet companies or phone companies, and they go door to door trying to sell you, like change your internet. I'm like, bro, that's a big ask, right? You're trying to have me switch out of Spectrum? Like, Spectrum's like 95% of California as Spectrum. It's like powerful, it's cheap, they got all the deals. I had some guy walk up to me the other day and he worked for like another one of the other competitors, right? And he's like, yo, man, you got Spectrum? I said, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, yeah, I got Spectrum. He's like, do you know how they're clowning you, dude? I'm like, clowning me? He's like, Yeah, man. They got you in your in your in the web of Spectrum. And I'm thinking to myself, they're like, Spider-Man? What you mean? I love Spider-Man. So he started telling me that I I found out like three minutes later that he worked for the competitor. I'm like, bro, thought you're talking about Spectrum. You're talking about Spider-Man. I'm in this movie. I'm in the web um you're talking about like all my neighbors because he's like he's like yo spectrum do you know all your neighbors share the same internet and i'm like damn we all got spectrum that's dope i mean we're all saving it we're all getting we're all unifying that's a neighborhood for me baby no but then he's like i work for this company i was like whoa dude that was an interesting sales approach because you were just um i guess in my head i'm like oh he was actually mad dogging spectrum but bottom bottom line of the story i didn't switch and then he's like He's like, yo, when could I come back to have a more detailed conversation? I'm like, I'm not sure, dude. I'm like, that's a really good follow-up question. But, I mean, you work for this internet. I don't think I'm ever going to switch. Because you tried to sell me without selling me. And I don't like that. Because I don't like getting got. And also, guess what? I'm reading through you. I don't believe you. Anything you're saying. <laughs> I, I When I worked in, uh, I worked for this, like, coffee distributor company for, like, a year. Back in 2016, and it was such a tumultuous job. Oh my gosh! But imagine selling coffee to people like it's it's so hard um, unless you have like a network of people you've worked with. That you can just kind of streamline. Um, but I went to this liquor store one time right there in Studio City on Ventura. I forgot the name of it, but it was like a really popular one. But I walked in there. I was trying to sell him um, cold brew coffee. Right? See, I I went to the you know the the one of the little uh, cold vaults in the back, um, the refrigerators in the back. And I was looking at their coffee selection, and they got like the Starbucks. They got the Starbucks. They got um, they got like little Red Bull energy. And I'm thinking, damn, if they had like cold brew coffee canned, I think it would be it would crush. So I went there and I tried to sell the owner of this place. I was like, I'm like, hey, sir, how many of these? How many people are um, ordering coffee? And he immediately sniffed me out, and he's like, why? <laughs> and I said, oh, just curious, you know. I, just, I see Starbucks everywhere. I'm just curious if there's any other brands you guys could sell. He's like, no, Starbucks does pretty well. Um, he's like, we have the Illy, like the Illy brand coffee, but didn't do too well. And I said, huh? And I said, um, what other coffee brands have you ever thought about operating? He's like, just those two. And I'm like, hmm. He's like, why? I'm like, oh, no worries, no big deal. And like, I walked away pretending I was shopping. It's such a stupid idea on my behalf. I'm like, so then I go back and I said, hey, by the way, um, I represent this company and we're trying to sell this drink. And he's like, you could have just told me when you first met me that you you had a coffee drink you wanted me to try and I would have been much more receptive. This is what he says to me. He's like, now I don't want to buy anything from you. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I was like, fair. In my head, I'm like, okay. I walked to my car, I was all pissed. I'm like, what is this guy's on? But in my head, I'm like, oh, no wonder. Because guess what? I smelled like a salesman and nobody likes the scent of a salesman. That should be the name of the podcast. Nobody likes the scent of a salesman. And these people walk into my doors. They they reek of salespeople, right? They got like the the tucked in plat, the tucked in slacks, and like the the polo shirt, and they're like reading off a script. And I'm like, I think sales need to evolve, and that's the job I work in. It's completely um, creative, and and I'm able to have um, complete control of um, how I want to be perceived, right? And our company's done a great job of being how they want to be perceived. But the last thing you should do if you ever work in sales is to act like a salesman because a no, few people I know do not like listening. And these guys reading a script off to me and they're asking me, they're like, oh, yeah, how many dogs do you have? And I'm like, why do you need to know how many dogs I have, dude? You're trying to sell me Internet. My dogs don't listen to Internet. My dogs don't watch, you know, Spectrum. They don't have a Wi-Fi connection. What are you talking about? And he's like, how many, he even asked me, how many people you got in there? I'm like, yeah, I don't, like it was me by myself, but like, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, there's just a few of us in here. Just me and my cousins. Just just me and my older cousins who were in and out of jail. No big deal. How are you doing? And then he'd get a little scared. No, but he asked me, said, he said, how many people you got living here? I said, a lot. I said, many. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, how many? I'm like, there's a few of us in here right now, even though it's just me. Me and my dogs like, I was like, yeah, me and my dogs. And he probably thought like, listen, my homies, like my dogs. But I was like, no, my actually two dogs. Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, don't be a solicitor, man. Um, It's, it's, it irks me. And um, I don't like it. You know. But anyways, um, what else did I want to talk about? Um, Oh yeah, so I did want to talk about uh, by popular demand, right? Um, I was on a little game show it was called Weakest Link. It was actually, I'm surprised we made it all the way to episode X, right? Um, episode 10 of Stories. Here we are, and it's the first time I've ever brought up that I was on The Weakest Link, which is a game show on NBC um, with the host of Jane Lynch. It used to be an English woman by the name of Ann Robinson, and she'd be like, Yeah, all are The Weakest Link, good boy you know <laughs> and that was what that was the host when i was growing up but i used to always love that show and um i submit a uh, this was so i i was on weakest link in april of 2022 so it's been about a year and five months already time flies um but people are like what do you have to do to get on that show <laughs> and um it's funny because um me personally growing up with my family and then my, uh, my girlfriend's family, they all love Weakest Link and they're like, you should go on. So one day, I was like a Saturday and I just, it's like, you got to send a video recording of yourself and I had my hat backwards and I was like, it was like a Saturday and I was probably drinking earlier and I just made a video of myself. I'm like, yo, what's up, Weakest Link? I'm like, what up? I'm like, it's your boy, Drew. I love trivia. I'm like, I love Jane Lynch. I love NBC. (laughs) I just started saying how much I love everybody. I was like, I love it. You know, I do trivia for fun. I feel like I'm a little bit smart, a little bit edgy, a little bit creative. And I'll create viewership for you guys. And I'm like, talk to you later. Peace. And I just, it was like that. That's all I said. That's all I said. I like trivia. (laughs) I'm going to be edgy, make you guys money. And then um, I got an email. I get an email way later, like three months later and it's like we saw your video and we want to chat with you and it was like this like assistant producer and she's like yeah i just want to ask you like how much you do trivia and they gave me like a little sample test and i got like i got all but four right or they asked me five and i got four right i got one wrong the one wrong she asked me was um about like kim kardashian's perfume and i just blanked on it she's like what's the perfume with kw i'm like or kkw and i was like Kim Kardashian West or Kim uh, and that was the answer. I was like, damn it, I messed it up. I didn't even know. I was like, I don't know. Um they asked me that, and then all of a sudden they're like, yo, um, you know, do a COVID test, and like we wanna ha- we wanna schedule to come in and film the show. And I had to give them like four different pictures of me and like different clothes with pants and shirts to see which like fit. Um they're like, Okay, you're gonna be wearing glasses, or you're gonna be wearing a shirt, or you're gonna be wearing this. And they have recommendations, right? Okay, you you look you look business professional. Let's put you in a dress shirt. They put me in a dress shirt, which was mine. And I, I wore, like, black slacks and a green dress shirt. That was my outfit. But they had me take pictures of, like, side, front, this and that, up close. I to do COVID tests every single time, um, maybe three different COVID tests. But anyways, I go into the studio, right? And uh, it's, it's crazy. It's, like, freaking awesome. But um, I go in and... Um, you like, you wait in this little, you have your own little dressing room, you wait there, and they film two episodes in a day. So you're hoping you get on that first one because your brain's fresh, you're like, okay, just drink coffee, I'm wired, I'm ready to go. Um, but if you don't get on that first one, you have to film the whole one, you're waiting there the whole time with no phone, no nothing, right? <laughs> so you be either get on that 8.30 show or you're on like a four o'clock show and it's like, oh no. So the first day I went, I was so bummed out. You know, I had requested time off. I go in and I'm ready, right? I'm like, yeah, let me get on. You, um, they start, there's like a bunch of people, there's a pool of people and they pick each one for the episode. They'll go to the door and say, hey, ready to go on this episode or not? Yeah. So I uh, did that and um, they came to my room. They're like, you're not going to be in this episode. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? They're like, yeah, sorry. You'll be on the second one of the day. I said, oh man, dang it so I'm sitting there trying to talk to the cast members and like I'll probably be on the show with these guys maybe they'll save me so eight hours seven hours pass I'm sitting there I'm like I literally took a nap on the couch I wake up and then you gotta go to hair and makeup they get you know and they're you're all prepped ready to go and they're like hey the producers want to talk to you so I'm like okay and they're like hey uh, unfortunately we didn't have spot for you today Um, so uh, keep your you know We'll be in touch, um, but thanks for coming in, and uh, you know maybe the next show you'll be on. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I was there the whole day, and I was, the, I was one of two people who didn't get on the whole day, and I was so devastated. I'm like, oh my gosh, I lived my whole life to be on this platform, to be on Weakest Link, and they shut me down right there. I was like, oh man. So I went home. I remember speaking, I got a six-pack of beer. I called my girlfriend, and I was like, they didn't want me. They didn't want me. I was there the whole day. Couldn't make either show. They didn't want me. So that was like on a Thursday or a Friday. And then um, they, you know, the weekend passed and it was like Tuesday. And then I got an email from this, one of the, the the producers. And they're like, hey, can you come in? Can you come in again and film with us? And I said, yeah. They're like, yeah, our producers really want you. <laughs> And I said, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, like, two days later, I went back. I did my COVID test. I went in, and I looked at the the main producer guy, and I was like, hey, am I going to be on today? And he's like, you're going to be on the, fir- the first episode of the day. I said, yes. <laughs> and they brought me into that with all the producers, right? You're in a dark room. You sit on the chair, and they look at you and they say, we're sorry for putting you through the other day, but we, there's no way we could have done this season without adding Drew to it. And I was like, yeah, let's go, baby. He's like, get out there and win one for us. I'm like, all right. And I was, like, trying to, like, get the whole, like, crew of the show to, like, root for me. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go out there. Give me my best effort. I'm like, let's go. And, like, they high-five me, slap me in the ass. I'm like, let's go. And um, if you guys didn't watch, it did air. It's available on Hulu right now. But I'm on season two, episode four um, with Jane Lynch. And um, I did very, very well. I did very well in it, but not good enough. Um I was third, right? And I should have been I should have been first in my opinion. Um, but these two girls who were on the show one ended up winning, they were like besties, dude. Like the producers would come to you and they would say, Hey, don't talk to one another, don't talk, don't do all, any of this stuff. Don't talk about it. And um, you know, keep you know, we talked to Jane Lynn, she'd be talking about life, and then, and then you see these two girls trying in the corner, they're like, Hey, hey girl, hey, and I'm like, Oh man and uh that was that was the end of it they they teamed up they got me out but if you guys saw the episode you saw that firsthand but that was awesome i mean from the time i've created my video submission to be on the show it was like six months maybe less than that i think i got three three months for the call back rapid fire two other calls after that and then um i was on the show like three weeks after that so it's all happened really fast and um, I was rewatching some of it. It's always funny seeing yourself on TV and how you sound. You're like, that's me. And every time dude, if you watch that show, <laughs> I'm so nervous all the time I'm like the only one. I'm like going back and forth pacing. Cause like they'd ask me something, I'd be like, Everyone else is so stand still, chill. it's chill. Here I am thinking that I'm all cool and collected, and then I watch myself again, and I'm like, oh my gosh. But um, yeah, that was that was freaking awesome. Um, you guys like game shows? Um, I grew up watching um, Price is Right all the time so seeing Bob Barker I'm not necessarily sad I mean it is a lot, big loss but I mean he lived a great life um, and um, you know it's Adam Sandler movies when I was younger phew, you know how many times I watched Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore unlimited amounts of times. unlimited even if it's on right now if I'm like going through the channels it's on like freeform I'll watch it dude I'll be like oh ha it's like one of those movies Adam Sandler dude I love him and, um, yeah, man. Um, so what else, guys? Um, what's am I'm, I'm so thankful for all you guys. Um, I found out that my, um, my girlfriend's sister and her husband listen to the podcast. Um, so shout out Sandy and Jesus. You guys rock, right? You guys are, you guys rock. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Um. And please tell your friends and your co-workers about this podcast, because guess what? If it brightened your day, it brightened mine. Um, but listen, guys, you know, I'm not sure what else to say to you other than this is episode 10, the big one zero, I don't even know how to count, like the big one zero, episode X. It's like, X gonna give it to ya, he gonna give it to you, X gonna give it to ya. Remember that song? I feel like DMX, dude. Oh my god, I can go on a tangent about DMX, cause that's the way my brain works. I every dude, if I'm driving and I'm like, I want a rap song to like bump in my car, DMX. He'd be like, walking down the street. I, I don't know. Arr, arr. <laughs> he'd like growl. All I wanna say is that I love Tango Ray. <laughs> just loves Jen. Hey. <laughs> this summer, DMX is Fred Flintstone. Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh, your DMX dude RIP. Um that one song he does. I was living. i am all I can't get up. I was living. Oh. Oh. I'm, whoa i just went to torn <laughs> i just chant dude i'm like the ultimate dj bro i went from dj sli- uh, dmx slipping to natalie and bruglia torn i was like Torn. <laughs> oh my god that song haunts me dude i love that song gosh i love that song the vi- video i've said it before the video she's so like She's like laying like on broken glass. She's like, I'm, torn. I'm like, she'd be called broken, torn. Like, you can't tear glass. But like her, her clothes are kind of torn off. You're like, whoa, is that why? It's like, my clothes are so torn. Why'd I shop at Ross? This is how I feel. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. me Listening to myself sing, it's funnier than anything that you could throw at me. And it's just, I know it's me only. Nobody else is laughing at this podcast. Listening to myself sing, it's so bad, so bad, and i yeah, 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 <laughs> I've always, give me a mic, man, next episode, I'm gonna have a mic, I'm just, yeah, yeah, hey, whoa, yeah, <laughs> imagine the first, who was the first singer to just, like, try to sing melodies, so like, oh, yeah, 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 it's always ending, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Michael, Michael Jackson. He, 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 he. <laughs> then he's like, "You're black, you're white." He, 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 he. Yeah, I feel like he did that all every song he did. Oh, that's what happens <laughs> when I uh, when my team scores a touchdown. Not, he, 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 he. I do like the hey. a. <laughs> no, but uh, we got football. We got football this weekend. I'm stoked. Um that Thursday night football game was uh pretty boring to be honest with you, but I'm happy the Chiefs lost. Um not like I hate Mahomes, but I just hate when teams always win. So like back in the day it was the Yankees, they always won. Or they'd always be there. Like this this now it's like I don't know, it used to always be the um like the Warriors are always there nowadays. It used to be always be the Lakers. Um it just annoys me, you know what I mean? But um, do you guys do fantasy football? Man, I do. Uh, fantasy football is crazy. I was watching this podcast, um, or I was watching a stand-up bit about this guy talking about fantasy. Is So, so correct. It's like you're fantasizing about a fantasy, right? Like playing in the NFL is a fantasy. Then you're doing a fantasy version of that. It's like Inception, dog. <laughs> I think he said it's like Inception. And I'm like, dude, I know Inception, dude. I know Christopher Nolan movies. I know Christopher Nolan vehicles. And listen, I when I talk about directors, I say vehicle because that's a correct term, and I love it because I sound a little bit smarter than I am when I'm not. But I feel like I'm pretty smart. I got street smart, and um, I was on Weakest Link. Okay, I got basically all of my all the questions that got asked me. I got like one wrong, so I had like I was like ninety percent. I got an A, and then I got kicked off. I get kicked off the show and that bank dude, that bank that episode was insane. It was like every episode you watch of weakest link, it's like the final bank is like 50,000. Our bank was like 145,000. I would have netted, I would have netted like 85k after that if I won. So when people ask, does it hurt losing? Yes, it hurt it hurts losing cuz if I made that top 2, I would have won for sure. Looking at those things, I would have, looking at the questions they asked, I would have won. But listen, it's, that's uh, neither here nor there. I'm bitter about it. I'm hurt about it. And I've lost plenty of nights of sleep thinking about it. And now I have a lot of gas because I'm drinking this Waterloo lemon lime. And just be honest with me. Naturally flavored. Naturally, it's a new artificial. Let's just say natural. Guess what's it's artificial? It's not natural it's natural it's natural that you just combine stuff anything's natural this pen is natural <laughs> that's the stupidest description it's just be organic or just say lemon lime flavored not naturally are you squeezing limes in there your lemon there's a guy squeezing lemons and limes into it that's natural it's nature okay man that's just all this stuff we read look at this Hold on, let's read this the Okay, this one's pretty good. Purified carbonated water, natural flavors. That could be anything. Na- just lemon natural. It's not no not organic lime, organic no natural flavors. But hey, it tastes good, right? I don't know. It tastes like water. It's like water with a little bit of lime in it. But um this is episode ten. You guys have walked these these treacherous you guys have set sail on this treacherous treacherous storm with me we've manned the boat we've gone over the waves we've gone over the criticism if we made it to episode 10 i've been doing this for two and a half months now which is wild it feels like i've been doing this for not even that long um i literally i was thinking i'm like oh i'm in episode like five and i'm like how did i do 10 i like start listening back and i'm like oh okay that makes sense now there were like five really bad episodes I'm just kidding, no. Um, but listen, guys, um, I appreciate it. If you guys could follow me on Apple, Spotify, a lot of you have already written reviews or rated me. One out of ten, thank you very much. One out of five, thank you very much. Five out of five, I appreciate a little bit more. And guess what? I'll call you out when I see you in person. A lot of you guys are ducking me, too, you know? I've been saying that. A lot of people are ducking me. They're like, I don't want to see Drew since it's pot. He's going to talk about it all the time. And no, I don't ever talk about it. Like, it's not my identity. I do it because... Um, personally I like listening back to my stories and like this is a mental journal and also people have seemed to kind of like it so I'll keep doing it for now Um, but yeah uh, let's also thank um, let's just let's just create let's just thank the creator of the pen the ballpoint thanks for sponsoring the pod pens use them to write just like a photo like they always show those ones when like the player signs a contract they're like they're about to get three hundred million. They're like, I'm like, bro. I'd be like, <sighs> like, like you've done, you've done it in life. You've done it. There's no reason to smile. You just go. I am the sun god. <laughs> Sign the contract. Sign the contract. Do doo do. Four years, three hundred and fifty million. I am the sun god. <laughs> Worship me, fans. <laughs> uh, man 300. Woo! Woo! I think I'll sell my podcast for 300 million. I'll see you, Joe. Spodcast. Uh, Spodcast? My goodness. Spotify has me up there like, Drew, we need a second. We need a second voice. Joe Rogan and you. How about that? I'll be like, "How? what's the dollar amount? I'm like, hey, what's the cake level? ha, <laughs> ha. No, but um, I don't even want to get paid for this, dude. I don't even want to get paid. Don't pay me, okay? Because, listen, this pen and my brand are my sponsors. And the people who surround myself in life are my sponsors. And my dogs are my sponsors. Because guess what? They love me. And also, guess what? I love them and I love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Stories with Ice Cold Drew. And I hope you have a blessed day filled with Just joy, happiness, and family time. Take care. Adios.